If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and Tamara Judge. And we are very excited because not only do we have Emily Simpson here, we have Cynthia Bailey. And Two of the finest girls in reality TV. But here's the thing. I'm here because I just didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she, we I actually asked her to go. My time up and yeah. I just yeah. Also, I love that you're here. Um, <laughs> no, but I think this is a pivotal podcast because soon Cynthia will be recapping Orange County with me. And I, you need to kind of grill them a little bit, not about what we're going to see on the show that they can't share with us, mm-hmm. but anything that you thought about last year that you you may have said what, or done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. I don't agree so quickly. <laughs> wait, but you know, are. You one asshole moment. And I, and I called one. 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 one that really, really triggered me. Okay, let's it was hear. It was only one. The other step, I thought you just understood the assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, hold on. Know, what's so bad with the napkin? the napkin? The napkin thing wore me out. That's just coming from someone who's been in the position where something like that could escalate to a bigger thing. Well, the, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, especially, for especially sure. if there was a chopstick in that napkin. <laughs> but, okay, so yeah, I, but here's the thing. The culprit of the napkin. Napkin, it wasn't going to escalate because she wasn't going to do anything back. If she threw a napkin in my face, yes. it would have been absolutely would you have given her a little kick the way that cynthia gave uh well let's <laughs> see why you got to bring up old stuff i was protecting my space and <laughs> i just w- want to go on the record to say that <laughs> i am not immediate, i immediately felt horrible yeah okay I, like so you have immediately. those moments where you get so frustrated that you can't use your big girl voice but you I, gotta I, kick somebody or throw I, a napkin listen i i literally could not rest i almost was was like, can you just come over and kick me back? She like, I came just after my marriage. You come after my marriage and my kids like that. Well, yep. I, I have a question. I Were have you a good coming marriage. after her relationship at the same time? 
maybe. Yes. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but yes, it wasn't lies. It <laughs> yes. wasn't lies. Okay, but when you but, but when you have legitimate concerns Sweet about starts. someone's relationship, yes, I think that's, that's okay. Different. But when someone has a solid marriage and you come after them, yeah. then that's when you get pissed. They're, like yeah. if you're gonna come after me and Shane, I'm gonna get pissed. But right. did you know how frustrated I was when she basically said like I think she was insinuating I had the hots for him? I, I mean I couldn't. I, yes. I, I was either punching yeah. the throat or throwing a napkin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, well, I, if you're not turned on by those coats that Ryan wears, then I don't know. <laughs> I still want one, by the way. No, no. The thing with you, Tam, like I get it. It's a show. You guys have to bring up the obvious things that yeah. are going I on. I mean, I'm not. Proud I of just that felt moment. like, well, okay, and that's fine. I can respect that. It just was a point where. I felt like you just needed to let it go and you just wouldn't let it go. But what you did not see is I'm not the one that brought all that up. There was a bunch of people that brought that up and were pulling it out. And I'm like, I was frustrated because I thought we were done with it. So they just highlighted you the most yeah. bringing it up. Because yeah. I didn't really see that many yeah. other people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was not the one that brought it up at the table. I thought that me and Jen had put all this behind yeah. us. And then I think Gina was the one. Maybe. That threw out the... Mm, let's reel this in yeah and then i and then whatever it is what it is well she was making references to you like saying that ryan was hot or you wanted him to take his shirt off or there was like something like that is he hot on. in person because i actually never thought he was that hot like i mean you guys made it seem like that guy was like he's like everybody my, in orange county wanted him. I, <laughs> like, I will tell you when he, he's okay he came to our gym he would always wear a hat okay and so it covered the I can say that any man in a hat and sunglasses can appear hot. Because yeah. everything's covered up. Because <laughs> you can't actually see I mean, see you them. can't actually see yes. their face. I look hot in yeah. sunglasses and a hat. I, I'm really hot with sunglasses on, too. We all are. It's the truth. Um, it's the truth. So the other I'm night, a 10 with sunglasses, baby. <laughs> the other night we were at dinner. No, but I will say, I don't Uh-oh. think he's an... I don't think he's an ugly man. No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 I'm no, not no, saying no. he's no. definitely way, not a bad looking guy. He's our, just not as hot as No, but he would come to the gym and he works he's a he works out hard and I appreciate mm-hmm. somebody that puts out much time and effort into their body. Yeah. And me too. you know, he would uh, he was charming actually when he came to our gym. Yeah, well, I thought he, I actually liked his personality. He I like the way he kind of like very charming person. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. he was very likable. So, I, Cynthia, I let's put you on the spot right oh, now. Oh, great, let's do it. If you had to pick one husband oh, oh, from <laughs> Real Housewives of Orange County, oh boy, to have a tryst with, who would it be? Oh my god! And okay, don't act like think. you're above this because we you know. know. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm just gonna go with. The one, um, the one. She, um, her name is, uh, is it Shannon Bedore? Is that the one that's married to the plastic surgeon guy? No, that's, that's Heather. Heather. Oh, Heather. Heather. She recapped Heather. Orange County. Okay, I know. I'm awful. <laughs> I, I get in so much trouble. I get that confused. <laughs> I get that confused. I know it's the rich one with Terry Heather and Terry. Like him, and that's like with, uh, there's a reason for him. What, what's seems, the reason? So well, he, he can seems, do all the work? Well, I can get all free work. Because yeah. I'm getting rich. older. I'm about to celebrate my 57th Terry's birthday. Terry's a nice guy. He's a really he nice guy. He really is. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. He seems like he completely loves his wife. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I mean, I've gone through two marriages and two divorces. I feel Eddie like I can make it work me? with a guy like him. Do you yeah. think Eddie hates me? <laughs> <laughs> do I think he hates you? <laughs> oh, I no, hope Eddie, not. Nobody can really hate you. I know. I know. For our husbands to stay married to us, they must really love us. I'm a very good wife. Yeah, Heather seems like she has a great life. I, w- I would love to um, and you know find what? myself Terry, one of... also funny, too. He like, is he, hilarious. He's funny. Like, I, I get that from him. I wish they didn't dislike me so much so that I could get to know them more. Well, I think you owe her an apology. 
I did what apologize did you say about to her. Heather oh, she was at BravoCon and she had a few too many. And she, I don't even know if you remember this. But oh, was you, that when you, she made the Instagram uh-oh. story? And- oh, she just doubled down with the Instagram story. Hold on. I'm going to back up here. The reason why I started with Heather Dubrow was because I was having your back. Oh, oh, let's hear Remember it. Remember when so you guys were fault. having all no, of your you issues? Were, you guys were fine at that moment. It's always Tamara's fault. Always. Oh, There's nothing that's like, not. Do you see the all pattern? All roads lead back to you. I just say you just, just should say I'm sorry for being so hard on you. Didn't Are you, you going to go and apologize to all? Yeah, at BravoCon, I said, let's squash the beef right now. Let's be done with it. And she said, sure. And then she changed her mind. So oh, then- we're not going to be talking about Heather DeBrow on my dime, okay? <laughs> well, I already made Tamara a $100 bet that I bet by the end of this season they're going to have a fight. No, Ooh. I don't think so. I, I totally disagree with that. I know totally. I don't pay on my bets, but I... She's the same girl that just said, do you think you and Gina are going to be at odds at the end of the season? I did oh, say, I, no. Oh, oh, with me. Yeah, yeah I didn't Gina. say, do you think you're going to be at odds? I said, do you think there's ever anything that she could do to ever put, like, I feel like I have friendships that I was on, and I was on the show for less than all of you guys. So when clearly. is Kyle going to stop talking to you? Nev- that's my point. I don't think there ever will be that point point because i don't think i will ever cross, cross that, that line. line with her would i cross that line if with you other worked people? with her on the show do you think you would cross that line no never see i agree with that because i feel like you have two friends. i feel like i'm the kind of person who actually wants to be friends with people and i want to have real friendships yeah. and if you want to have a real friendship you have to draw a line so if mm-hmm. gina said to me as a friend, I want to tell you something. I need your advice, but please don't ever bring this up on the show. You I would never do yeah, it. I, I agree. Would never. never. Do it either. And, and they the secrets will be taken to the grave. And I would yeah. get yeah. fired over it because at the end of the day, my personal integrity is worth more than the show. Yeah. But I mean that. 100%. But the fake friendships where they say that they're close with you, but then once the show ends, they never make any effort to ever talk to you again. They yeah. don't know your personal life. They don't know your kids' yeah, names. Yeah, some of they those. Don't. Then it's like, okay, yeah, I probably could easily throw that friendship under the bus because I don't think it's an authentic friendship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I agree with be, that. I mean, be clear. Like, when you're on a show with six different women, I mean, I've been off Atlanta for two years now. Obviously, I saw all of those ladies a lot more when I worked with them because I only had to clock in. Only two years? In. It, feels, it's, like, it it's, feels like 10. <laughs> no, it's only been two. That's okay, why when wh- people are like, are you ready to come back? I'm like, I Are you coming left. back? I just left. Do you know anything about what's going on? I know you can't say, but do you know anything that's going on with casting right now? I do not know what's going on with casting. Because there's a lot of rumors. We heard that Drew, Sonia, and some who was the third person? And Courtney were all booted. Who's Courtney? She was the Um, the new girl. I don't know, to be honest with you, but I don't think that that is entirely true. I don't think they've made a decision. In my opinion, well, I, I how long ago did they film the reunion? The reunion normally they give contracts right after the reunion. No, they're having a shakeup. Sheree told yeah. me she hasn't heard anything. That's what everyone's telling me too. The few people that I've talked to, yeah. for sure. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth 
issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think there's a chance for Nini to ever come back? I don't know. I mean, I, I just honestly don't know. Do you think she'd want to come back? Yes. I think that in my heart of hearts, and we just reconnected in Dubai and, well, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And um, that was great because, like, no matter what, like, that was a real friendship for a really long time. Yeah. And the love will always be there for her. And I have zero interest in just being enemies with needy leaks you know what i'm saying yeah. especially because we were really really good friends for sure so and it's i mean we're not even on the show i'm not on the show she's on the, not on the show so it's like okay so what what are we over here griping about um i felt like she was always great on the show I came on the show my third season um season three on the show as nini's friend so i saw how she helped shape that show in so many ways but i do believe as someone who is not on the show anymore you know I love when people kind of go in and out because sometimes you just need a break. Well, you know what I'm saying? You're a floating housewife at this point. Um, you were on. Let's just let's break it down. I, you, We saw you on Beverly Hills. Uh, question. When I don't you, know if I'm a floating housewife. I was a consistent housewife. No, no, no. And I, I mean right now. Loosely right. as a friend. I never floated no, back. No, 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 no. I'm talking yeah. about currently. 
we right. saw you're not on permanent on any housewife no. show. Well, you come on Bever- uh, Orange County with us. Please. I would love to. I okay. want to go. You guys okay. are always on boats. Yeah, I want to come and hang out like on a, a traveling housewife. Okay, so I'm thinking. So we are should have should ask me. Like, you know, they have traveling nurses. Why can't you be a traveling housewife? There I love that, should actually. be a position for certain iconic housewives that just show up to different parties and different franchises. Yeah, that's all that. I'm saying. Just to make Listen, an appearance. Just to make an appearance. Yeah. It is so much fun for me after being on eleven, um, being on Atlanta for eleven years to just kind of pop in and out. I mean, I feel like a certain sisterhood to all of you yeah. guys. Even this is my first time even meeting you, and yeah. I was like, I fell in love with you just from recapping with with Teddy. Aww. But I've never really hung out with you before, Tamara. Nope. I've only kind of watched you from afar as Bravo well. BravoCon. But I feel like you guys are yeah. my people. So yes, I love the idea of just being able to organically mm-hmm. and authentically authentically be in a space with you guys it's just real so if i'm hanging yeah. out in orange county yeah. and you guys are filming sure yeah. i'll go on the boat okay, ride well, well, let's go i'll go on the boat ride pressure have fun and no. and before we get into our plastic surgery conversation <laughs> i do need to ask one additional thing oh god do you think when it comes to housewife shows and when they're doing well or when they're not doing well, do you think that much heat really falls on the showrunner or it yes. happens because of the relationships with the women? Both. I think the show is all about, at the end of the day, the relationship with the women. That's how I feel too. After, again, 11 years, I've seen showrunners come and go. And I've seen us have amazing seasons with a, show, a showrunner who wasn't that great. We, yeah. They just let us do what we do. Which I think is the best way to let it go. Have you to ever had a bad showrunner? Yes. And yeah. you felt like the show still And we came still out, did came great because we had a great yeah. cast. Well, I think that and it's... And we had great stories. Yeah. And you had yeah. great friendships. But I, I kind of feel like it's it's everything. I feel like this is a majority, everybody that's working on it, it's the talent, it's a production company, it's mm-hmm. a showrunner, it's everything. When it all but works together, it's great. If you have a bad cast, I don't care. And a great showrunner, you have a sucky show. Oh, definitely. Is. definitely. If you have a bad cast, but what it's I a have learned in my 14 years of filming Housewives, we only have a showrunner for two years, and it's somebody new. Well, I don't like blaming production and showrunners no. for a bad season, personally, because, like I said, I've seen us have you know production that you know they were okay, and an okay showrunner and still have. A banging ass season. Well, right. how was Carlos King? Amazing. Amazing. Right? I love him. I love Amazing. him. So why did he that like, stop? Po- Can I we just him. call him? I know. Let's call Carlos. Oh, I'm going to call okay, him. Okay, let's call Carlos. <laughs> he just asked us to do his life. And show. you can ask him why did it stop? Because I don't know why it stopped. I just know that he was a great showrunner. He was, Carlos was a showrunner when I first, no, it was the second season that I can't. Came on, I can't remember, but Tamara, how many different showrunners have you had in fourteen years? On every two Orange years, County? there's a new one. So you've had seven different ones. Yeah, exa- it, at least. I mean, I've had three different showrunners. But Can just I, for the record, though, before we go you into can't the call. You um, can't Botox call. and fillers, I one hundred percent have not completely closed the door, the door to housewives. Like my answer is always going to be just not right now, and that's just the honest truth. Like I did it for a long time. And I am 100% focused on my acting career. And I just have a lot of other stuff going on. And I love that I can still get to, you know, pop in and out when I want to. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do Watch What Happens Live like in two weeks for like a show. A new show. A new show that that I'm going on. So I still see everybody all the time. It's cool. And who do you think that of the current cast that you're closest with? Is it Kenya? Oh, uh, that's, you know what? When you brought that up about like once you leave a show, who you are still 
going to be friends with or who will still take your call or whatever. I actually wondered about that. Like once I start working with these ladies, I was like, okay, now I'm going to see who really, really is my friend friend. And I have to say that every one of those ladies on the cast, old and new, like the moment I hit down in Atlanta, I'm getting texts like, Hey, are you in Atlanta? Let's go for drinks. Let's go for dinner. And it's all off camera. And I just, that because they know they need you back. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. I got the king in the room (laughs) right now. I have Ah. Cynthia Bailey. I have Emily Simpson. (laughs) And I have Teddy Joe right there. Carlos, turn around. Hold on, you have to put him Carlos next to the Carlos King. Hold on. Yeah, let me hold it again. I feel like your phone okay. is dirty. You need to like phone blurry. is dirty. Okay, okay. Carlos. Oh. All right, talk loudly and don't that. move around. Okay, can oh, you hear God, us? I'm outside. Hold on, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, we, we can hear you. Um, we just had a quick question because we were just talking about how important showrunners are for these Real Housewives shows, if you can still have a good show without a good showrunner, blah, blah, blah. And and Cynthia said, yes, you can still have a good show if you have a great cast. However, Carlos King was the best of the best. The king. The, uh, nobody you, did Cynthia. it better. But, but it's the truth, Carlos. You know, I'm always going to give you your flowers, and I always appreciate yes. when you give them back, okay? But my question for you is, why did you leave... Atlanta. Oh, well, simply put, two reasons. One, I was there for like eight, nine years, mm-hmm. and right. I felt like I've done everything I could with that show, and Cynthia can attest to that. Amen. So, and, and, and I wanted to like expand and start my own production company. So I moved to Indeed. Los Angeles <laughs> afterwards because I, I, I felt that there's nothing more I could do, and okay. I just I, I had to move on. Do you miss it? Like when you see it struggling, like this past season. Ah! Oh my God. Teddy Walters, <laughs> Jesus. Like if, when you see that happening, you're, you're in like, a safe Shit, space. If Carlos. I was there, you're in a safe space. Just us and our million yeah, closest friends. No, nobody. I know. I know the, the, the number one podcast for a TV film. Go ahead, sister. Um, but do you, when you watch it, are you like, shit? If that was me, I would do blah blah and blah. And my last yeah. question for you is, what would you do right now to save Atlanta? Well, I think they would have to bring a Brinks truck for that answer. Um, (laughs) So I can't give that away for free. But I will say this, and Cynthia, I want that she agrees with me. When I look at Atlanta, it's easy to fix. And that's and that's the crazy part. Mm -hmm. When I look at it, I I think it's so simple. Mm -hmm. Authentic friendships. Who are you going to fire? Well, you know, when they ask me that question, Carlos. I don't make these questions from Teddy, honey. To me, to me, to me, to me, to me, there's too many politics involved, and that's that's the issue. Mm. Well, when they asked me that question, Carlos, I said that because I I don't like what's happening now with everything being the fault of the showrunner or production. Like, I don't like it falling in, in, in the blame going to them entirely because I don't think that's necessarily true. When you were show running Atlanta for many, many years, which was amazing, amazing, no matter what was going on, the cast was what really helped keep that show together. If you had the right cast, no matter what was going on, we had a good show. True or not true? I will always say this. It's a collaborative effort, right? That's what I said. Because I agree. You but, you still have, but Carlos, you can That's have a great production said. team and a great showrunner. If you don't have the right cast, you're not going to have a good show. 
So I, I left to do another show because I was starting my production company. I was begged to come back season eight to fix it because the showrunner who they hired just wasn't doing a good job. And Cynthia knows this. When I came back, we filmed Cynthia's party, and that's when Sheree almost threw a drink at Kenya because at the end of the day, it's a collaborative effort. So here I, here I am. I'm inheriting the cast already, but nothing was happening. When I came in, everything started to happen. Because they have a relationship with you and they trust you. But my last question is, if you had to boot to and bring new, oh two God. new people in, who would it be? It could be past people. I'm not going to say boot. <laughs> Fine, let's not say boot. Let's say demote them to friends. Let's just say fire. No, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say Pause. this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. The only thing I would say is, the best cast in the world, in the world, was season six. I knew you were going to say that. Okay, so season six was Cynthia, Sheree, Nini, Nini Portia, Phaedra, Kenya, Phaedra. Am I missing best. anyone? The best. And I think Marlo was. Was that, was that it, Carlos? Yeah. And Marlo was a friend. Yeah. Season six was perfect. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hold on. Hold on, Carlos. Hold on. Hold on. We have her right now. We have. Get in here. Sit your ass down. Don't get over her, Angie K. We have one of the biggest housewife producers. Sit down. Sit down. Oh, you're in the hot seat right now. You didn't even get to like warm up. Oh, this guy. Oh, this guy. Okay, so this is Carlos King. Hi, Carlos. Love you. I think. Okay, happy to answer that. I didn't ban against anyone. I'm going off my personal experience coming on the show with this woman, thinking that she wanted to be my friend. First week of filming, she starts going around to each of the women. She starts talking about me, saying my marriage is fake. Thank you. It's arranged that I'm a fraud, that I'm in the fucking organized crime, that I launder money, that my businesses are fake, that I'm bankrupt and broke. So all these things in week one of filming all behind my back, all on camera saying she doesn't like me. So now all this comes back to me. So the reunion is my opportunity to call her out, hold her accountable for saying all these things. I'm a loyal friend and I I came to the show to be myself, which is be loyal. She did a lot of damage to me personally, saying that my husband's basically like deceptive, leading to two lives and that my marriage is arranged. So I'm not banning against anyone. I'm speaking on my personal experience. Don't worry, we're gonna change your mind by the end of this weekend. Oh God, what are you guys gonna do? You're gonna have to buy me. Uh, Angie, 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 would you admit, would you admit, would you admit that she brought eyeballs to the show courtesy of the dynamic? Okay, I can admit that one season for entertainment purposes and shock value. She has now lost trust of all the viewers. She, well, 99.9%. She has lost trust of all the ladies. So next season when she comes back and says, hey, Carlos, I heard your boyfriend is bending over some other guy in his office. Are you going to look at her and say, you? Who's going to believe a word she says, right? Who's going to believe anything she says about the cast? Anything she says, she's, she's lied. She's been exposed for being a liar and a troll. She has zero credibility. How do you come back? How do you have another redo? It's over, in my opinion. Question, baby? Yes. Heather has no credibility because she lied on producers saying they gave her the black eye. Okay, okay. Do you want? Are you? Do you want to ask me a question? Do you want me to? Yeah. Yes. Why is it? Why are you ladies upset with Monica? Not saying you shouldn't be, but you don't have that same energy. For to me, Heather's more dangerous because the production has to do an investigation due to Heather lying on production, saying they could have um, edited the footage, hid the footage, could they have given her the black eye? All the while, Jen did it. Okay. Go ahead. Have you ever met Jen Shaw? No. Okay. 
She is a woman that can walk in a room. She's charismatic. Everyone loves her from the 90 year old to the librarian to the dentist to the doctor. I didn't like I don't her. Know I, that I, 90 I, year olds love Jen I, Shaw. No, she, no. Jen Shaw took 90 year old people's money. She did. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, like I have been in, with this woman and she's charismatic. She, she had redeeming qualities, right? And until she pled guilty, we had to believe her, right? So I have been in Heather's yeah. position at times with Jen where. There's a reason she was swindling people out of money. She is good at what she does. Like, we were in love with the woman, you know? Um, But Angie, this is the thing though, Angie, is I I understand that. My thing is, you could lie and say you don't remember. Why would you you lie and incriminate production who make minimum wage, they leave their families at home to to go to Salt Lake City. Heather is diabolical. She's, She's a troublemaker. I, I'm I'm more afraid of Heather than Monica. Okay, okay. Let me answer that in, in my personal experience with both of them. Heather, she uses her humor and she admits that she used it in the wrong way. Like, oh, well, maybe it was production. She was skirting around the issues. She admitted she should not have said that. Uh, she was terrified. And we've all been every Wait, single woman. Wait, terrified of a woman? Of a woman that's in prison? And having to lie no. about it? You the guys, woman's in pr- jail. Jen was already on the show for three years. Oh, this is different is than Monica, activated. okay? Because Jen was already on the show for three years. The women were stuck with her. They, they, there was no getting rid of her. It was like it was like an, a, a cast member or a, someone you work with that you just had to figure out the best way around staying on the show with this person and dealing with them. Okay, there but was she, a lot of but fear let me ask with a question. her. Yeah. If she was really terrified of Jen. We all were. Yeah, but why times. wouldn't you go to production and say, I'm terrified of this woman. She gave me a black exactly. eye. And I think it's because she wasn't. You... I, have, I have to go back to work. Wait, thing, I'm going to say one last thing. Heather Heather blacks out when she drinks, and I don't think she really fully knew what the hell happened. She apologized. Monica did not. continue with the lie. Heather is duplicitous. She continue with the lie to sell books. She's not a bad Mormon. She's a bad person. Okay. Ooh, Wait, Carlos, I will say one, I will say one last thing that Heather had regrets and apologized. Monica did not, right? There would have been some redemption for Monica potentially. Well, I'll, I'll, I will say this, Angie, I, I love you, by the way. I, I said you are comedy relief. Thank I you. do call you Hurricane Angie. I love it. Because I, because you, you're like the forecast with the wind. But I will say this. I will say this. Yes. There was once a show called The Real Housewives of Dallas. The show got canceled when somebody was gone. There was a show called The Real Housewives of OC, and Emily, yes, you can attest to this, when Tamara was gone, it wasn't great. No, I agree with that, 100%. Was, oh, so Angie K, look yes, at me, girl, yes. and, your, and your expensive sunglasses. This is just because I have no glam on that. All I'm going to say is this. You guys are the talk of the town, just like Danielle Staub did to New Jersey. At the end of the day, you always have to do what Tamara Judge does. You put on your producer hat and you say, I may feel this way, but what is best for the show? And at the end of the day, I would have done this. Bring this bitch back so we can we can get we can get out of her some more. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I gotta She's go. I mean, they will look, continue. But look on the what next happened to Atlanta when Cynthia left. Uh, well, okay. Oh, Cynthia's like, I, don't drag me into this mess. <laughs> Carlos, we know you gotta go to work. Don't go I, to work. 
Okay, guys, I, I know that that we got a lot. Thank you so much, Carlos King. We got a lot. Whoa, and popping another bottle. Um, but we do have to wrap this episode, but we will bring in Angie K officially and not have Carlos King solely grill her. We will all do it. So please make sure to tune in to the next episode where Angie will be giving us all her hot takes. But I'm also going to put Angie up to a task. Yes, ma'am. In your response, you cannot use more than 12 words. I know. I'll land the plane. I'll keep it. Uh, that's the rule. If you can do it in 12 words, we'll believe you. Okay. All right. Tune in, guys. Thanks for joining us. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.